from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to a special broadcast of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora here on the airwaves with Stafford Spreeder. Stafford Spreeder, no stranger to the broadcast Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We have been on site with one another at the Wildcat Sports Pub on 3680 Milton Avenue, right over the hill from West Genesee High School. And of course, he's been on the show a bunch of times here as well. So with that being said, in this special Section 3 Class AA tournament, Special as we head into the championship game, which will now be played on Sunday, March 4th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. It's an honor and a privilege to have representation from West Jenny, and that being the head coach of the girls' basketball team, Stafford Spreeder. Stafford, how are you doing today? Hey, great. Great, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And Stafford, you know, first and foremost, the, the time change. I mean, you get so excited and so ready for something like this and, and the opportunity to play in the championship game. And then, of course, as as weather happens in central New York, they say, hey, guess what? We know you're excited. We know you're ready. You're going to have to wait a couple more days. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely a little letdown this morning. Uh, but we've wrapped our, our, our minds around it. We're ready to go. And uh, it'll be a nice, nice bright early morning. We'll have to stop at Duncan on the way into the Dome. Yeah, absolutely. And what can you, I mean, uh, to speak on that, you're supposed to be a Friday night game on, on March 2nd, Carrier Dome, 8 p.m. Now you're a Sunday morning game, 9 a.m. Just what just what your thoughts are on, you know, not only the switch to a couple days later, but now you're going to be that, you know, Sunday morning game, that, that brunch time game as opposed to Friday night. Yeah, well, um, you know, we were super excited. Uh, first of all, it's great to play in the Dome. You know, really excited to play in the Dome. And uh, it was going to be great tonight. We were going to be kind of like the, the nightcap. Um, uh, but, you know, things things happen. And, uh, this, uh, you know, Syracuse plays tomorrow. So uh, uh, they can only play tomorrow night at 7 and 9. So, and then they have a whole full slate of boys games on, uh, on Sunday. And they start at 11. Um, so that only spot that's open now is is 9. And, uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. You know, we'll have a nice early practice tomorrow. Uh, I don't think the, the girls will like that too much, but uh, it'll be a nice, nice and early kind of get us ready, uh, playing early, get our bodies ready, playing at that time of day. And uh, you know, I, I think, I think right now it kind of stinks, but uh, you know, bottom line is we'll be ready to go. We'll be excited to play. And, and you know, to use this to your advantage, obviously, I mean, you get some more practice time there's obviously you know snow that's that's been affecting everything and the weather but you know just just to look at the fact that you have a little bit of extra time to prep to look at film to go over things to go up your go through your game plan go through walkthroughs go through another practice or so just you know what this does as much as you are excited to get the game going on Friday night just what it can do for you as you set up for a team that you'll now be playing for the third time this season. Yeah, you know, honestly, I think it does. I think it does actually help us. You know, I mean, we had everything ready to go as of as of last night. Um, you know, mostly walkthrough stuff, but now we can now we can kind of take a little bit more time and and, uh, and get even better at uh, you know what we're going to try to do tomorrow night. Um, so I'm, I'm actually excited to have that extra day of preparation. Um, you know, I took, took the opportunity to take, watch a little bit more film today, and um, you know, no, 
nothing's really changing from getting an extra day as far as like the game plan or anything. But like I said, it's just going to give us a little more time to get some more live reps where where you're not just walking through it, but now you can get maybe some live reps with it so you get more game speed. So it's just going to help you to get even more ready for the game. Speaking here with Stafford Spreeder, West Genesee Wildcats girls basketball head coach. Stafford, you and I sat down for the first time at the beginning of the season, and here we are at a place in the season where you're fighting for the Section 3 Class AA championship. Just what you've taken away from the team this season, what you've learned from the team. I know we've had some conversations about it. Just what you could say, you know, your takeaways have been from those beginning moments when we first sat down to sitting down today and discussing it. Really, really confident group. Really, really flowing offensively right now. I just keep that going. Um, and uh, kids know their role, and uh, you know, um, but they're also ready to step out of their roles. We've had, we've actually had eight leading scores um, throughout this season in different games, and so, so you know, kids are ready to step up and, and make shots. You never know who's who it's going to be, whether it's going to be Maya Case or or Caitlin Walker, or Haley Collins, or or one or the Smiths, or Katie Cunningham, or. Uh, uh, you know Bailey like that. You know we've had we've had eight different leading scores this season. So Alex uh, Castle on too. She's been a leading scorer too. So you know somebody always steps up, and uh, you know we want to just want to keep on doing that. You know kids play hard. We got you know we got a good press. Our press has started to come along at the end of the year. Um, but really really proud of how we're playing offense. And you know hopefully we can you know plan as plans play great defense. That's really the key on Sunday is play great defense and really box out. And I think that's. Uh, you know, one thing that we're prepping for, and it's one thing I think that, you know, our confident our kids will be able to do. How has the defense improved, in your opinion, this season? Like you say, play great defense, box out, try to minimize those opportunities for CNS. Uh, just just what you could say about how this defense has grown throughout the year, if you feel like it's been pretty, been pretty consistent, or if you feel like there's been an ebb and flow that has gotten you to a point right now where you've seen uh, some steady improvement at this point. Yeah, we've definitely just kind of grown as the year's gone gone by. We started off, we didn't really press much at the beginning of the year. And then, um, then we started to press more. We put in like a zone press. Then we changed that zone press. And, and so we've kind of, we've kind of uh, evolved with that. And the, the, the pressure's got uh, been a lot better for us. Um, it's, it's been kind of a spark for us. It's got us a lot of turnovers. got us a lot of easy baskets. Um, but then also... You know, sometimes the press just doesn't work for whatever reason. Sometimes it it doesn't work, and then we've been able to rely in those games on really good on really good half court defense. We tried some zone this year, and so we still have that too. So we've got our our little zone half court zone that we can play as well. So um, you know, it's really come a long way. You know, from going from not pressing, playing one style just man, to now we we can zone press, we can man press, we can fall back half court man, or we can fall back half court zone. So we've kind of kind of been able to do a lot of different things with our defense and uh it's been it's it's been really positive to see the kids play different styles and then i also think that kind of helps us out offensively too to understand how to play against the zone because now you know how to how to play defense within the zone and when we look at this i mean something in, insane in central new york is to play anything other than a 2-3 zone. So, you know, to, to be multi, multi-talented multi and multi-faceted and whatnot, just what you could say about, you know, the benefits to your defense of, of ad-libbing and, and being able to teach these these young women about the different nuances of the defenses and, and just 
how you feel the team is able to bounce from one to the other. Yeah, I think I think you know we we do try to be like uh, uh, you know Madam Mad is definitely our backbone, um, but you know we do have those those other things that we can fall on, and we try to like with, with since that's our backbone, you know those the the little things within a man to man defense are the things that we really work on. So we try to work on like you know jumping jumping to the ball, having good stances, uh, pressuring the ball, you know knowing where you got to be when you're one pass away, know, knowing where you got to be when you're two passes or three passes away. You know, knowing how to how to how to play in the post, knowing how to um, or how to rotate uh, when teams get advantages, know how to handle pick and rolls, and and, and things like that. Um, that's really that's really our, our big thing is is work on what our backbone is, and then kind of like you know kind of just like adapt in each game um, to whatever the other team's skill set is. So like you know when we're playing we're playing a team that really likes to you know set up plays, we try to like diagram those and understand what those that that main play is and. And try to disrupt disrupt it, so the team's got to do something that they don't want to do. That's really, you know, we, we play man to man, and within our man to man, we try to make the other team do whatever it is that they don't want to do. Trying to so we try to make them be uncomfortable, and then you know, hopefully that will work to our advantage. What can you say, you know, about that? Because I mean, obviously, you score more points in the game, you win the game, and so there's a conversation about that. But defensively, is is where you lock down and and make things happen. You know, it doesn't matter how many points this and how many points that, if at the end of the day, you know, you're taking care of business and doing your job. So just what you could say about, you know, each player doing their one-fifth when they're out there defensively and, and just the importance of this defense and, and how you've tried to really push that because, you know, we, we, at any level, at any age, you want to score, you know, and that's that's what these young ladies and, and young men want to do. They want to score. They want to get on the stat sheet. But it's defense that wins championships. Yeah, yeah, you got to get stops. You really got to. You got to be able to get stops. Um, you know, your your shots gonna your shots gonna be on sometimes. Your shots gonna be off sometimes. That's why, like, you know, we have eight leading scores because you know we have eight different leading scores because of that point. You never know when you're gonna be on. You never know when you're not. So one thing you can always rely on is your defense. And as long as you're contesting shots, you're really making it tough for the other team to score. It's really tough to to make. A shot with your hand and face when you're uh, when you're feeling a lot of pressure. So trying to be consistent in that, and everybody knowing their job, you know, is really really important with it within our defense. But you got to you got to get stops. You know, they say defense wins championships, um, and you have to be able to come out and stop the other team from doing what they want to do. And if you if you can do that, you're going to put yourself in a, in a pretty good position to be successful. What can you say, you know, has been the biggest improvement of the team this season? Just what you've seen out of, you know, speaking here with Stafford Spreeder, West Genesee Wildcats, girls basketball head coach. What have you seen from the team as far as improvement-wise up to this point? Um, really offensively. Offensively, you know, the last few years we've always been, like, um, low 50s, high 40s scoring. And this year we've been pretty consistent um, right around that 60-point mark. And um, and the big thing has been that really stands out is is our shooting. And um, like I said, when one kid's not hitting one night, somebody else is. And so it's it's not it's not just one player that can knock down threes. It's it's a variety of them. And then one thing that kind of like it really helps us with that is our offensive rebounding. We've really done a much better job of attacking the offensive glass, especially from the backside wing. And and when we shoot, you know, we're, we're we're not the biggest team. We're also not the smallest team but we're pretty athletic. And when you're shooting those outside shots, 
you get a lot of outside, you get a lot of long rebounds where you kind of got to beat the other players to the ball. And so we've kind of taken advantage of our athleticism this year, and we've attacked the glass by just getting getting out and getting after getting out and getting after those long rebounds. Speaking here with Stafford Spreeder once again at West Genesee to to look at this season and to know that you know you have you've come to this point and have that championship game looming, Section Three, Class AA. To look at the bracket, you had a bye in the first round, then you played Rome Free, and then Baldwinsville, who had defeated Central Square, en route to this championship game coming up on March 4th. Just what you could say about you know the Rome Free Academy game and the Baldwinsville game, your takeaways from those games, what you learned, uh, the Rome Free you know, offensively, this your, your team was able to win by 41 in that game, and then Baldwinsville closer with the sixth seed, winning that game by 12. Just what your takeaways have been most recently here in the quarterfinals and the semifinals that have set up this championship opportunity? Well, I think it gets, um, you know, that's a great question because we definitely took something away from both those games that are going to really help us out. And from the Rome game, it was to be able to play at the pace that we played for, for a longer amount of time. We played at a great play, uh, pace against Rome. We ended up getting up 72 shots. We usually get fit up, we usually shoot about 50 shots a game. We ended up getting 72 up in that game. And, you know, Sunday we expected to be a pretty fast-paced game. So, you know, we want to be able to play at that high intensity, that high speed for a long time. And so that's been one of our focuses is being able to, be able to press and play in transition for a longer time. And then against, against Bonesville, really stood out that we have to continue to do the little things we have to do a better job of keeping the ball at the post and we got to do a better job of contesting shots and you know if we can do those two things we can play a little bit better uh, with, with, with really good pace for a longer time and if we can do a better job in the post and do a better job of contesting shots we're going to put ourselves in a, in a good position to have a good, a good chance to uh, be the champs on Sunday. And to, to look at this matchup, I mean, to go up against a team three times in a season, it doesn't matter, you know, what team it is. You know that it's going to be difficult. And in the first time around, you know, we look back at the schedule for you and, and CNS. And in the first game that was December 15th at CNS, you lost that game by five, then came back, played at home at West Jenny, and win that game on January 16th by 20 with them playing without their uh, their top scorer in Amani Free. Just what you could say about this matchup, and, and the coach on the other side, Eric Smith, said, listen, it could have been a lot more than 20. We felt like, you know, they kind of, you know, were nice to us in that game because that could have gotten a little bit out of hand. So you will look at, at CNS, so at their, at their place, West Genesee Falls, back at your place, you win, and now you're playing on neutral court at the Carrier Dome. So you both know what it's like to win at home, and, and here comes the neutral game. Just just what you could say you learned from these first two games against CNS. Yeah, I think the, you know, Amani, Amani Free left uh, as a junior. And um, so, when you know, having her in that first game back, you know, really forgot about how good she was. <laughs> really, I mean, <laughs> she, was, she was dynamite in that first game. She scored 32 points. And if you don't know girls' basketball and you only watch guys' basketball, she's like a mix – in our game, she's like a LeBron James body with a Kyrie Irving skill. I mean, she is just, she is, she is legit. And, um, you know, we knew that we had to stop her in that first game. 
don't think we knew exactly how good she was in that first game. Um, and also, you know, they, they surprised us. We were expecting one type of defense. They came out and they ran a different type of defense. So we had, we actually had eight practices leading up into that game. And then, um, you know, we got, we got thrown a little curveball there. And then, and then when they came and they played us, you know, they got thrown a curveball and they had to play without their best player. And that completely changes the game. It makes it, you know, completely different when, 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 when she's not there. So even though we're playing for a third time, I think it's, I think it's going to be kind of fresh. You know, I mean, we, you know, they have a lot of film on us and we have a lot of film on them. So we, we know what each other's going to do, but I don't think we've really seen each other, um, you know, at our peak, which I think both teams are playing really, really well right now. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a great game for anybody that likes good high school basketball. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. I mean, you got two really good teams that are playing really, really well right now that have really, really good players that are like really athletic. And it's going to be a lot of fun at the Dome on Sunday. I hope, I mean, I hope that even though it's 9 o'clock in the morning, I hope people come out and watch us. Because it's going to be a, a, a heck of a game with two really, really good teams. Well, I mean, and normally it is. It's that it's that you know night ender. It's it's the game that you wait all day for, and so it's just kind of that strange situation. But as I've said before, the March Madness is not on the basketball court as much as it's the weather in Central New York. So we had that sixty degree weather plus where you want to take the jacket off and hang out at the end of February and have a good time. And you're thinking about going to Disney and you know let's get the, let's get the kids in the car and let's get the hell out of here. And then there's that feeling of let's get in the car and like really for real just get the heck out of Dodge because there's snow back and it's packing snow and there's over a foot that happens overnight and it snows all day long. So I mean it is it is a very interesting scenario that a 9 a.m. game is the game between number one and number two. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is. But you know what? I think there's a lot of people that are excited about coming and they're still, are, are still planning on coming. And, uh, you know, I hope uh, I hope everybody turns out because it's going to be it's going to be a good game and both teams are going to be ready to play. So it's, it's going to be exciting. You know, we just got to we just got to make sure we play good defense. And we box out. You know, we, we play good defense and box out. We'll put ourselves in a good position. You know, I think offensively we'll be, I think, you know, we've been playing pretty well offensively, so I expect to continue. They, they play great defense, though. They play, they play phenomenal. They play a phenomenal 2-3 zone, and, and, and they're really, really good with it. So they, they will make it tough for us on offense. And so that's why it's even more important for us to make sure we play great defense and we, we, we box out. And, and when we go back to that game, before I let you go, Stafford, to – to look at this, you know, with with the win that you had over CNS in, in the most recent game on January 16th by 20, and they didn't have Amani free. What can your takeaways be as a coach when you're going up against a team and you get a win, but they don't have their best player who could score 20 to 30 points in a game? I, I mean, what what is kind of the takeaway? Because you're happy you got the W. It's it's a big time win against a good team, and obviously a team that was more than prepared to get to where they are right now to meet you in the championship. But when they don't have their best player, just how you how you walk away from a game like that. You got the win, but, you know, under a unique circumstance. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I mean, we uh, – that was – even though she wasn't there, it was still a really good win for us. I, we took a lot of good things out of that. I mean, they played without her, um, I think it was two nights later, and they beat a really good team who made it to the um, – semifinals by 30 so so you know even though they don't have her they're still they're still a really good team so to play as well as we did that night 
definitely some a lot of positive things to be taken away from that. Um, I thought our off, off and offensively, uh, we were we were a lot better, and I thought that we got out defensively and played the way we wanted to defensively a lot more than we did the first time. So although she wasn't although she wasn't there, she makes a huge difference. Definitely some positive things you can take from that game, offensively and defensively. And and as you move forward in this one, I mean, you you spoke about how they play, you know, a good two three zone, how they're a stacked team, and how they have great abilities. Just what you could say about the coach on the other side, Stafford. I I asked Eric about you. I, I want to do the same. Just what you could say about Eric Smith and and what he's done with the CNS North Stars program up to this point. Well, I've been uh, I've been watching Eric's teams for about ten years now, and one thing that just stands out to me is that they just play basketball the way that you want your kids to play basketball. You know, their first three steps in transition are as fast as they're supposed to be every single time. Um, The kids that are supposed to go to the offensive glass go to the offensive glass. The kids on defense are are in position to box out. out. Um, They they know how to break presses. They know how to press. They know know how to run good baseline out-of-bounds plays. They know how to run good half-court offensive sets. They are an extremely well-coached team. He's a very, very good coach. He's been doing it for a while. He's he's got the resume to show it. I mean, they just won eight sectional championships in a row prior to last year. They won a couple of state championships. He's had the uh, uh, he's got to coach the best player in the world, and Brianna Stewart. He's uh, he's you know he's knows all the big-time college coaches, and he's just he's. He knows what he knows the game, and he gets his kids to play the right way. I mean, there's and he and he does things the right way. And, he, and he's all about character. He's all about teaching the kids about about the right things. So I got nothing but the most respect for him. I actually talked to him on the phone today about about the plan for Sunday. Uh, you know the logistics of things, and uh, you know he's a, he's a great guy. And uh, I'm excited to be able to be on the opposite end of the floor as him. Um, at the dome would be a pretty cool environment for us. And, and, you know, and when we look at this, you know, moving forward from here, like you said, kind of a an interesting situation that uh, – well, not an interesting situation, but, you know, kind of a, a cool thing is that, you know, obviously you both have respect for each other, but that, you know, on the day that you're supposed to be playing, you're on the phone with each other speaking on the logistics of it all and, you know, how Sunday is going to be and, and whatnot. And, and just, you know, what – went into that conversation i mean you're speaking on logistics but you know what else can you say about the conversation and the, and the mutual respect between yourself and, and eric smith because you know i mean this is a big time game and you don't always hear that oh yeah you know the coaches were talking a couple days before and just having a conversation with each other yeah yeah you know it's great it's great to have that relationship with the guy on the other sidelines and to you know have a positive relationship with him you know we went to the uh, uh uh, coaches clinic together, New York State coaches clinic, and we sat sat with each other for eight hours at that clinic together, and um, and I will tell you that whole eight hours he never told me that Amani Free was coming back. <laughs> we sat together <laughs> for eight hours, two weeks before the season was starting, and he never once mentioned that Amani Free was coming back. He was asking all these questions about my team and the and the Smiths and uh, Katie Cunningham and all the all of our players, and uh, never once did he mention Amani Free, but um. um you know, it's it's great. It, it's 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 nice to know that no matter what happens on uh, on Sunday, you know that guy across the sidelines is someone that you know if if uh, they walk away with it, uh, I'll be happy for him. It'll stink. It'll stink. It'll hurt. 
but I'll be happy for him. And I feel that, um, you know, if it goes our way, I, I feel that he would he would feel the same the same uh, the same way. And you know, we're, we're looking to help each other out, uh, you know, down the road. You know, whether uh, you know he he advances or we advance, you know, we're we're going to help each other out with the next round and and, and who we're playing and and sharing game film and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's definitely definitely a good thing. So th- this feels very much unlike the Yankees, Red Sox, the Giants, Cowboys, the you know the the uh, the Georgetown, Syracuse. The, this is this. Oh, no, 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 trust me, trust me. When that game's on, man, it's on. It's on. When it's on, we're getting after it. There's 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 no there's no hugs and kisses once that game starts, man. So all that will be handled before the game, and then and then it's it's on, man. So so we're so we get the. You know, we get the Syracuse Georgetown, so to speak. But like you said, you know, all in the family in Central New York. Whichever team wins and and moves forward, you know, there's there's going to be that level of support. And you know, that's what I'm trying to to say here is that you know, kind kind of a beautiful thing. You know, speaking here with Stafford Spreeder about it is of West Jenny that you know you want to win is West Jenny. Eric Smith wants to win on CNS's side, of course. But whoever comes, somebody's got to come out of this with a victory. And the fact, like you said, you know, whoever wins, we're going to sit down and we're going to share game film. We're going to talk with one another. So it just says something about Central New York basketball and Central New York coaches that, you know, no matter who wins in this thing, the coach that ends up on the losing side of things is still going to sit down and say, let's go over this. Let's do what we got to do. And, you know, I'll do whatever I can to help you out. I think that that goes a long way. I mean, that's that's a lot more than just a handshake at the end of the game. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have, man. Absolutely. So you know, for West Jenny, as you know, with this team all throughout the season, like you said, multiple leading scorers, and you know, from your Maya Cases to your Katie Cunninghams to your Mackenzie Smiths to Madison Smith, and and Madison most recently with 27 points for the team. You know, to Haley Collins and and what she has done, and you know, all throughout this 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 team, Caitlin Walker, and and so on and so forth. Just what you can say about the layers of talent and what your team brings to the table that you don't have to go through one person or, you know, or two players or, you know, kind of lean on somebody every single game. But essentially you can look to, you can look to Madison and McKenzie. You can go out to Maya Case. You can look to Haley. You can, you can go to, you know, Katie Cunningham and, and so on and so forth and know that you have multiple players throughout the season that have shown up in a game and, and been kind of that hot hand that you can feed when you need to. Hey, it's great, man. It's great, great feeling <laughs> to have. You know what I mean? When you got a lot of kids that can play, it's a great feeling to have. And then I, I tell you, our point guard, she knows. She knows, man. She knows who's hot. She directs all the traffic out there. You'll see her. She'll have the ball. She'll be pointing who, who, who to go where. She'll be setting up the plays. And uh, she's got a great feel for the game. And Kenzie really, really runs our offense and, and knows who's going to score and who's got the high hand and who to go to. And, um, you know, she always knows how to find whoever it is that she needs to find. So it's it's a good good comforting feeling to, to have that confidence that we have on offense. And, uh, you know, we just got to make sure we're confident on, on Sunday night, not worry about playing the Dome or playing for a sectional championship, but just understand we're playing – uh, on baskets that are 10 feet tall and we're playing the game of basketball which is what we know how to do and 
we're on a court with a ball, round ball, and we're playing against five other people. And that's what it's all about. It's not about playing, you know, you can't be focused on, oh my gosh, you're playing the Dome. Oh my gosh, you're playing for the sectional championship. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. You just got to play basketball, man. That's what we hope to do. You got to play hard. You got to play hard. So we got to play the game, and uh, we got to play hard. And finally, for you, Stafford, what it means to be a West Genesee Wildcat. I asked you this earlier on in the season. I'm going to ask you it right now what it means to be a Wildcat. Oh, man. I tell you, it's great. It's about family. It's about a commitment to one another. It's about love for one another. It's about everybody doing whatever it is they got to do to try and make us the best that we can possibly be as a team. That's what it's all about. That coming from Stafford Spreeder, head coach of the West Genesee Wildcats girls basketball team. They are inside of this Section 3 Class AA championship game happening on Sunday, March 4th at 9 a.m. Eastern time at the Carrier Dome. Stafford, you know I appreciate you. I thank you for all your time and and always love getting some time to sit down and and chat with you, and, and I know that we'll be doing it again very soon. Hey, Dan. Thank you so much for covering us and giving girls uh, basketball the exposure that it deserves. Um, we got some great players. We got a great game, and uh, and I really, really appreciate you doing a great job with your show. And uh, good best of luck. I hope to see you on Sunday. All right, man. Thank you very much. God bless. I'll talk to you soon.